Welcome to the Dennis Jernigan Podcast. The purpose of this podcast is to help you find healing for your wounds, find hope in your despair, find intimacy in your loneliness, find refuge from the storms of life, basically to help you find a deeper walk with Jesus. There's one thing I know after having lived all these years now, and it is this, and I say it every week, but it is the truth. Our God wastes nothing. He does not waste our sorrows. He does not waste our wounds. He does not even waste our failures. That's excellent news, y'all. Hi, I am your host, Dennis Jernigan, and today's podcast is the story behind my song called Wounded Soldier. This is from the worship recording called This Is My Destiny. This song came to me over a two-day period on November 4th and 5th of 1997. Now, if you know me, you know I believe Father God rejoices over me with singing. I've said that for many years now. I believe he surrounds me with songs of deliverance. I've said that for many years now. Today's song is a prime example of the way in which he does that for me. Wounded Soldier, as the title implies, was born out of a time of great personal wounding that took place in my life. Reality is that life is full of such moments. We've all been wounded by angry outbursts hurled our way. We've all been disillusioned when someone we trust has let us down or in some way betrayed us. As believers in and followers of Jesus Christ, We have all had moments when we have been mocked or belittled or silenced in some way simply because of our faith in in Christ. Now, it's one thing to be wounded by those who see us as the enemy, and quite another to be wounded in the name of Christ by those we assume were followers of Jesus Christ, fellow followers of Jesus Christ. I, I almost dread telling this story because I don't want to come across as a victim. I don't feel like a victim in any way, shape, or form. But I do need to tell the story behind the song. And the story behind Wounded Soldier is really quite straightforward. In 1997, I was invited to lead worship for a statewide denominational event. I was ecstatic because it was one of the first times I was being embraced publicly by the very denomination in which I was raised. I felt affirmed, I felt accepted, I felt loved at the invitation, and um, immediately accepted it. I said yes. All the plans were set in place. All the promotion and marketing covered the entire state. Many churches in this denomination had begun using my music, and I couldn't wait to lead the worship sessions for the gathering. Thousands were expected to attend. This was literally one of those dream-come-true moments for me. But that dream was shattered in a devastating way. Literally two weeks before the event, I received a letter notifying me that I had been uninvited. The reason for being uninvited? I was told that the local denominational association, which included 43 churches, had sent a letter to the state leadership of the event informing them that, this is a quote, if Dennis Jernigan takes part in the event, all 43 churches in in our association would not be attending the event. My manager asked for a copy of that letter, and believe it or not, the event coordinator sent us a copy. The gist of the letter expressed three major concerns, and I'm going to list them out for you. Number one, Dennis Jernigan has questionable beliefs about the Holy Spirit. 
He believes the gifts of the Holy Spirit did not pass away, and he believes that speaking in tongues is a valid manifestation of the Holy Spirit. Basically, their great concern was that I was charismatic. <laughs> Point number two, Dennis Jernigan actively proselytizes from other local churches and seeks to divide the body of Christ. Number three, the personal testimony of Dennis Jernigan's deliverance is not acceptable, appropriate, or needed. Now, first of all, I do believe in, in the gifts of the Holy Spirit, but would never pressure anyone to believe as I do, nor would I ever judge anyone who did not believe as I do. Secondly, I have never sought to bring division to the body of Christ. Actually, one of the main focal points of my entire public ministry has been to bring the body of Christ together, regardless of denomination. Last, but certainly not least, I am commanded of the Lord to share my testimony. You know, that pesky little verse found in Psalm 107, verses 1 and 2, that says, We who have been redeemed are to sit quietly on our hands and hope everyone knows they're redeemed? No. It says, Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. That letter from those 43 churches was signed by three men. My pastor, my worship leader, and I asked for a meeting with these three men. What enabled us to actually have the meeting take place was the fact that a friend of mine, a supporter of my ministry, happened to be a nationally recognized political leader who loved Jesus, whom everyone trusted to mediate the meeting. To make a long story short, my three friends and I showed up at the meeting. I, having never personally met any of the men who drafted the letter, introduced myself and immediately <laughs> began to cry. What else is new? I explained through tears that I had longed to be accepted by the denomination which had been a major part of my spiritual heritage. I told them I had never set out to bring division to the body of Christ, and I told them I felt I had been robbed of the opportunity to share my story with those who would be attending the conference, and by this time I was sobbing. I, I told them I felt they had effectively robbed those who needed to hear the story of my redemption of possibly finding freedom in Christ. That, that was truth. The room was so tense. I was an emotional mess. My politi political friend then asked how many of the 43 churches mentioned in the ac accusatory letter were actually in attendance of the meeting where the letter had been drafted. The three men began to fidget nervously in their seats. My friend asked again how many of the 43 churches listed in the letter had actually been at the meeting when the letter was drafted and adopted. The main drafter of the letter said, just the three of us, and the room grew very silent. After a few more intense, very intense moments of silence, the leader of the letter writing committee looked at his watch and said nervously, oh, I forgot, I've got another meeting, and he ushered us out of his office. My three friends and I were stunned and obviously very hurt. It's one thing to be wounded by the enemy. It's entirely a different matter when you've, you have to watch someone you love walk through a wounding moment. I was personally attacked concerning my faith, but my friends were also wounded in the process. What made the wounding so painful was that it came from people we thought were on our side. <laughs> it, it just didn't make sense. Yet, if I'm completely honest, it seemed these Christian leaders were working for the enemy. 
deliberately trying to cause us to give up on our quest to lead others to wholeness and freedom in Christ. I'm, I'm just being honest. As I sought the Lord for healing for my own woundings, I asked him to let me hear him sing a song of deliverance over my heart and to let me hear what he was singing over my friends. This song, Wounded Soldier, flowed from this time of intercession over the course of two cold and difficult days in November of 1997. I will say this with the benefit of hindsight and a kingdom point of view, that the healing I personally received through this song was well worth the wounding I had to go through to receive it. Let's do this. Disregard Dennis Jernigan and hear this song from, from the Father's point of view. Thank you. 
This reminds me of something Jesus said in Luke chapter 10. Jesus replied and said, A man was going down from Jerusalem to Jericho, and he encountered robbers, and they stripped him and beat him and went away, leaving him half dead. And by coincidence, a priest was going down on that road, and when he saw him, he passed by on the other side. Likewise, a Levite also, when he came to the place and saw him, passed by on the other side. But a Samaritan who was on a journey came upon him, and when he saw him, he felt compassion, and came to him and bandaged up his wounds, pouring oil and wine on them. And he brought him on his own animal, and or he put him on his own animal and brought him to an inn and took care of him. On the next day he gave out two denarii and gave them to the innkeeper and said, Take care of him, and whatever more you spend when I return, I will repay you. Which of these three do you think proved 
to be a neighbor to the man who fell into the robber's hands. And he said, the one who showed compassion to him. Then Jesus said to him, go and do the same. In Psalm 32, 7, we find that the Lord will surround us with songs of deliverance. In Zephaniah 3.17, we find that our Father God rejoices over us with singing. He binds up the brokenhearted. Let's let him bind up our broken hearts. And then let us do this. Let's, let us go about being conduits of that same healing power of God's love to the wounded around us. Let's bind up the brokenhearted God brings into our lives. Go ahead and use today's podcast as a tool in your spiritual first aid kit. Let's just be like the Good Samaritan and bind up the brokenhearted, wounded people that God brings into our lives. Well, today's episode of the Dennis Jernigan Podcast is brought to you as usual by mpdesignsjewelry.com. At mpdesignsjewelry.com, you'll find beautifully crafted, one-of-a-kind jewelry, or you can have the artisan, my awesomely, amazingly beautiful wife, Melinda, create a special piece for that someone special in your life. Even though I physically battle Parkinson's disease, I find great encouragement and find great healing and victory in, in continuing to be creative, to exercise my brain in some way every day. One of the things I do that keeps me feeling well is that I personally record and produce this, the Dennis Jernigan podcast, each and every week. I sit here in my man cave, my studio, and record away. I use an iMac with a 27-inch screen and record using the software Logic Pro. The mic I happen to use is a Shure SM7B that has been equipped with the amazing answer preamp that I purchased at TrumanAudio.com. I am so proud of this microphone and love the way it makes my (laughs) Parkinson's voice sound. And to be completely honest, I am so proud of the answer preamp because guess what? It was created by my son Ezra, who is the man behind TrumanAudio.com. To get a mic just like the one I use, you can purchase the DIY kit or you can purchase the answer preamp pre-installed into a brand new Shure SM7B at trumanaudio.com. Now, for all you tech heads out there, the answer preamp allows you to add plus 25 decibels of clean, transparent gain to your SM7B right from the microphone itself. That means no more inline box, no more extra cable. I love the fact that the the mic is called the answer because I believe it will be the answer to your questions about what mic to use when recording your own podcast or your own vocal performances. Check it out for me. Get yours and get more information at trumanaudio.com. To help with the ongoing costs of and creation of this podcast, would you consider becoming a member of my team? If so, just go to patreon.com slash Dennis Jernigan to find out more. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash Dennis Jernigan. There's another way you can give toward the work of ministry God has called us to. Just go to allinallchurch.com and click the Donate Online button. It's simple. It's easy. You might just be encouraged by one of the teaching blogs I've posted there. Check it out, allinallchurch.com. You can also join us online the first Wednesday evening of each month for worship at All in All Church. Just go to facebook.com slash Jernigan at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. That's facebook.com slash Jernigan at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. Mark it on your calendar right now. <laughs>
Worship with All in All Church, first Wednesday of each month. Would you mind doing something for me right now? Just take a few seconds and leave me a review wherever you happen to listen to the, to the Dennis Jernigan podcast. It really does help increase listenership when you leave those reviews. Now, don't forget to check out my books on Amazon, my autobiography, Sing Over Me, the follow-up book, Renewing Your Mind, my latest book, The Middle of Nowhere, which details some of my journey through the most difficult times of my life, including my current battle with Parkinson's. I also have a couple of fantasy book series for young readers. I have several children's books, several devotional books, and even a novel called The Short Life. Check them out for me when you get a chance. Amazon.com. Thank you so much for joining me here on the Dennis Jernigan podcast. If you would like more information on me or my story or my music, just go to DennisJernigan.com. You can also follow me on Facebook. You can follow me on Instagram. You can find me on iTunes. If you would like an MP3 of today's song, Wounded Soldier, just go to the store at DennisJernigan.com. And remember this. If you remember nothing else, get this. God loves you, and so do I. Now go and be who Father says you are. Love is that